0: Doug Terrell, History and Comment is available on Google Podcast. Hello friends, I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comment for Tuesday, the 21st of November, 2023. The week is a short one and the opening salvo in the holiday season. In the year 164 BC, the second Jewish temple is rededicated, Led by Judas Maccabeus, this is the founding of the celebration of Hanukkah. The festival begins on the 25th day of the month Kislev on the Hebrew calendar. This can fall between late November and late December on ours. This year it begins on December 7th and runs for eight nights. That brings up another interesting point. Jewish days begin at sundown. The passengers on the Mayflower are anchored off the coast on this day in 1620. Before going ashore, they set up the first Western government in North America by signing the Mayflower Compact. The document does not set forth a body of laws, but simply states that while they are loyal to the king, they will form a single body to govern the group for mutual benefit and protection. A video of Rush Limbaugh's discussion of the pilgrims and their reason for seeking a new land And their experiment with the communal society can be found at RushLimbaugh.com or simply search for the true story of Thanksgiving. I liked Rush for several reasons, one of which was I am staunchly capitalist and entrepreneurial. There is a story about the entrepreneur and the fisherman. I will leave out the ethnic overtones. The fisherman has a small boat, goes out each morning and fishes until he finds a few fish, sails back and sells them at the market then spends the rest of the day in rest and recreation. The entrepreneur tells him he should spend all day and catch a few more fish and have profit that he can save. The fisherman is perplexed by the notion and inquires why. Well, if you have some money, you can buy a bigger boat and maybe hire some help, catch more fish and make more money. Why? You can build a fleet of boats. Why? So you can retire and spend more time in rest and recreation. And the final reply was, Why? I'm doing that now. I saw a real-life example of this the other day. The simple fact is some folks do not have the same drive as others. Years ago, a friend remarked that his father-in-law was happy as a clam if he had something in the drive that worked and a couple of beers in the fridge. The Apostle Paul noted that godliness with contentment is great gain, and certainly I will not argue with the Apostle people have different levels of drive and aspirations. The Pilgrims found this out in their first year that was essentially a commune. It did not work. If the rewards are equal, those with a higher level of drive will find they have to carry the group and soon tire. Two Frenchmen make the first hot air balloon flight in 1783 that was untethered. The idea of lighter-than-air flight had originated in China in the early 3rd century, when they discovered hot air lanterns as signaling devices. The idea of a flame and an envelope to hold the heated air and became buoyant was in place at that time. It will be the 18th century before it gets serious efforts to make it practical. The first full-size balloon will fly in the early fall of 1783, followed closely by tethered man flights, then the untethered flight. Thomas Edison was certainly an inquisitive mind, though flight does not seem to have been on his radar. In 1877, he announces his invention that can record and play back sound. We know it today as the phonograph. The first professional American football night game is played in 1902. A Philadelphia team defeats one from Elmira, New York, 39 to nothing. That might be interesting trivia, but there's a bit more to the story. Several baseball teams were also sponsoring football teams. The Philadelphia Athletics were connected to the same group as the baseball team and had some of the same players. The general manager was Connie Mack, better known in the baseball world. The Elmira team did not have such a connection. They had cycling interest. Christopher Tolkien is born in 1924. He was the youngest son of author J.R.R. Tolkien, and often collaborator with his father. After his father passed, Christopher took up the task of compiling and editing unfinished works of the noted author. Christopher was not keen on the Peter Jackson's films, as he felt they gutted the books to create an action film for young adults. Grandson Simon Tolkien disagreed with his father on this point. Labor strikes in the late 20s and 30s were nasty affairs that often included armed conflicts with government agents. Such was the case in 1927 when strikers at a Colorado coal mine are attacked by what was reported to be plainclothes state militia forces with automatic weapons. The Alaskan Highway is opened in 1942. It was still quite crude and it would be the next year before it was usable by normal road vehicles. Part of the push to complete the highway was the looming World War II. The name is a bit obscure, but his body of work is not. Actor, director, and writer Harold Ramis was born in 1944, an alumni of the Second City troupe in Chicago, which was connected with the SCTV group out of Canada. Ramis worked with most of the major comedians during the 80s and 90s, most closely with Bill Murray. Ramus starred in the original Ghostbusters film and was credited in Stripes, Caddyshack, and many others. Actress Goldie Hawn is 78 today. Her career got a boost being a member of the cast of Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In. Hawn has been in a re- relationship with actor Kurt Russell for the past four decades but continues to dismiss marriage. There has been a concerted effort by some in the science community to find evidence that would support a long earth narrative. Sadly, the evidence is quite weak. When you hear folks proclaim trust the science, be suspect. As often as not, science has a bias. In theory it does not, but theory and practice are often worlds apart. The Natural History Museum in London announces that the skull of Piltdown Man is a hoax. This is in 1953. The affair began in 1912 when amateur anthropologist Charles Dawson claimed he had discovered a missing link between man and ape. Dawson has a bias towards Darwin's theory, a few decades old at the time. The find was always controversial, but it took 41 years to put to rest. The skull fragments, jawbone, and teeth have since been proven to be three different species, human, orangutan, and chimpanzee. Nearly everyone and thing in nature has a bias. That simple fact should be understood and applied in all instances. I've already quoted Rush Limbaugh today, but it makes sense once again. Follow the money. We routinely allow our bias to guide how we see the evidence. Speaking of following the money, radio DJ Alan Freed was at the top of his game and popularized the term rock and roll, But in 1959, it came crashing down. Freed was fired from WABC in New York City. Over allegations, he had promoted some records over others and received payments for the effort. The entire scandal was known as payola. Radio stations are to disclaim if programming is paid for. If someone is paying to play a record, that has to be disclaimed. Some DJs were not doing this while receiving payment from the record companies. U.S. President Nixon and the Japanese Premier agree for the U.S. to return the island of Okinawa to Japanese control in 1969. The turnover will occur in 1972. The U.S. will keep military bases there, but they will be nuclear-free. To put things in perspective, this would have been 25 years after the World War II surrender. In 1980, A deadly fire breaks out at the MGM Grand Hotel just outside of Las Vegas. With 85 deaths, it remains the largest loss of life in the state of Nevada and the third highest hotel tragedy in U.S. history. The fire began in an electrical outlet and within six minutes engulfed the entire casino floor. The hotel was less than 10 years old at the time. Building codes did not require sprinklers, which would have slowed the progress of the fire. The Iran-Contra affair is in the news in 1986. This is a very long and convoluted tale. Top officials in the Reagan administration were playing world-scale game of chess that involved hostage negotiations with Hezbollah in Lebanon, Iran, and Manuel Noriega in Central America. It is said that you really do not want to know how sausage and laws are made. Foreign affairs are even worse. 1992, the first of three days of tornadoes across the United States breaks out. Houston, Texas gets a major strike. 28 folks are wounded in a bus bombing in Tel Aviv, Israel. This subject keeps coming up. Folks, the fact is that if the Muslims would stop the attacks, there would be peace in the Middle East. But their goal has been since 1948 that there not be a Jewish state. For a moment, let's assume that's the case. Just what do you think life would be like for Jews in an Arab Muslim country? We do not have to think. The vast region of the Middle East is Muslim-controlled and in the past century has experienced a massive exodus of Jews. 100 years ago, there was nearly 1 million Jews living in Muslim countries. Today, it's less than 30,000. Many immigrating to Israel. Still, the Muslims want them removed. I have continued to ponder the idea I proposed a few days ago that the purest form of country music has gospel roots. The name Kenny Rogers came up. Now, he had a way of reinventing himself as time progressed. He began in the New Christy Minstrels in the mid-60s. The first editions were a spinoff from there. The country act only came when the style of the first editions faded out. There was a clip from the television show Hee Haw doing a gospel song. It was somewhat homespun, and it worked. It was not offensive or irreverent to the audience. Hee Haw was inspired by the Rowan and Martin laugh-in pattern, but was vastly more popular and long-lived. But no one would have considered a religious hint on laugh-in. Quite the contrary. One is an example of Hollywood, which has a very heavy Jewish component. The other has roots in the Bible Belt. It's a bit of a sad commentary that most Jews in America are highly secular and light on practicing religion. They often do not share the Jewish component in the Judeo-Christian worldview. That's history and comment for the 21st day of November. I'm Doug Tyrrell. Now, go do something worth remembering.